Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, back with a brand new episode here on The Truth. Back with a brand new episode of Waking Up With The Truth here, as we are waking up on a beautiful Thursday, January 11th, 2023. Let's go ahead and kick things off in the NBA. Clippers and Kawhi Leonard agreed to a reported three-year, $152 million contract. The extension pays a 32-year-old star $52 million next season and approximately $50 million in each of the following two campaigns. Good to see, I guess, them committing to Kawhi Leonard. Good to see Kawhi Leonard overall very happy and overall just in a good spot. I don't feel like we've seen a lot of happiness from Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, when they were in the playoffs and he was recovering from a torn ACL, uh, he wasn't very ecstatic when they showed the camera on him. But I think this is where he's meant to be, right? At the end of the day, I think this is where Kawhi Leonard is meant to be. And so for him to be able to have the success so far at the Clippers and really move forward with that, I think is going to be huge for him and something that could help them longevity-wise. Let's go ahead and switch gears to the NFL. And typically, I don't involve college football in my waking up with the truth, but Hall of Famer Nick Saban officially retired from Alabama. I mean, kind of sent shockwaves. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't expecting Nick Saban to retire this early. I shouldn't say this early because he's been in you know, coaching forever. But I don't think a lot of people were expecting him to retire. He had 17 years there with Alabama. The He had said, the University of Alabama has been a very special place to my wife, Terry, and I, Saban said in a statement. He spent 28 seasons as a head coach for Division One football programs and finishes his career with 297, 71, and one record and seven national championships. Good to see Saban there. I think the, uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but the coach from... Oregon is expected to maybe take over there, but nobody can replace Nick Saban there. He lost the number nine player in the recruiting class just because he committed because of Saban not being there. So a lot of weird situations there. Going back to the NFL, Pete Carroll is out as Seahawks coach after 14 seasons. Another surprise one there. Pete Carroll agreed to step down as the Seahawks head coach, the team announced Wednesday, and he will remain with Seattle as an advisor. Interesting to see. The specifics of Carroll's new role haven't been solidified, but that isn't impacting his enthusiasm. I think there was some talk of Pete Carroll potentially, you know, that he wouldn't be the coach next season, but I don't think a lot of it was actually expected because Pete Carroll is a tremendously great coach. And so it just surprised a lot of people, I think, including myself. And when I saw that yesterday, I was just like, wow. But we'll see. I think if it was Pete Carroll's decision, it's the right decision. But if it was a Seahawks decision, it's not the best of decisions because Pete Carroll, it's hard to get a Hall of Fame court, coach like Pete Carroll. And so I'd just be curious to see what happens down the line there. Bears GM says team will turn every stone to make a quarterback decision. They plan to look at every option when it comes to deciding the future of the team's quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just kind of basis. We're going to hear about that for the next four months. I don't really feel like <laughs> talking about that anymore. Lions Goff motivated by Detroit playoff drought, not revenge. I think Jared Goff has made peace with himself not being in Los Angeles anymore. And as he mentioned, he's just worried about the city of Detroit and ending that playoff drought and getting the fans a much need to win and Matthew Stafford's return. So be curious to see what happens there if the Lions are going to be able to hold up to the task and, and compete against Matthew Stafford there. The Tennessee Titans asked to interview Raiders interim coach Pierce. The Titans requested to interview Raiders interim head coach Antonio Pierce for the head coaching vacancy. I don't think he was going to stay with Las Vegas just because, you know, I think he was one of those guys that um, you look at as a whole. He's a guy that's a good third grade youth football coach, but not an NFL coach. And 
the Raiders of all teams that need some good youth third fo- third grade football coaching. It's definitely them, just because of all the stuff that they've had. Players getting arrested, cut, all that stuff. But in all seriousness, it would bring a different dynamic. I mean, it looks like Tennessee's coaches are going with hard nosed guys, obviously like Rainbow guys who used to play or Antonio Pierce, a hard nosed coach, and maybe that's what they need. And there's maybe some competitive firepower that they need to have success. Martindale and the Giants mutually agreed to part ways. This was expected, but you know it seems to be a tough situation there. Um, it's been one of those things that it was just a sour relationship from the get-go. I talked about it maybe a week ago, and uh, it was something that was expected. So I guess we'll see if Wink Martindale gets any other coaching opportunities somewhere soon. The Bears will retain Matt Eberflus and fire offense coordinator Luke Getze. He was not a good offense coordinator, to say the least. There was... <laughs> obviously some speculation that he was a Packers sidekick and, and was always hoping for the Packers to have success. But this move to me makes sense if they plan on keeping Justin Fields. If they plan on going with Caleb Williams, I don't think Eberflus makes sense as the coach. So we'll see what the Bears end up doing, but they've already announced that they're going to be keeping Matt Eberflus, which again, I think is pointless if they don't keep Justin Fields. And if they keep Justin Fields, then I like this. You got to have a quarterback coach combination because if you don't have a good quarterback coach combination, you're going to waste some time and fall even back behind the curb. Vikings general manager said, my intention is to bring back Kirk Cousins. He has his eye on bringing back Kirk Cousins. I think that's pretty obvious to say. Now, the biggest thing is, can the two sides find a deal? I'm a Vikings fan, so I would hope that Kirk Cousins would take a little bit of a pay cut. I think he deserves to be paid a lot of money, but we also paid him a lot of money before when he didn't deserve to be paid a lot of money. So we're like, hey, Kirk, why don't you help us out? Because after this season, Justin Jefferson's a free agent. We're going to want to lock him up. You know, maybe guys like Daniel Hunter, some other guys as well. We just signed TJ Hawkinson. So we want to bring Kirk Cousins back. The question is, how much can we bring him back for? How cheap, but not cheap, can we bring him back for? And how much of a time of a deal? I think two years is perfect. I really do. He's 36 years old, coming on 37. So there's just a lot of questions to ask. But if Kwesi says that the intention is to bring Kirk Cousins back, Vikings fans like my show, self, should be at least a little bit excited. A Bills fan was shot, killed outside of Dolphin Stadium. I don't know if it's because the Bills lost or what, but um, it's been one of those things that was just interesting to see um, and obviously a tough situation against a division foe and the Miami Dolphins. Panthers' Hayden Hurst said too many voices halted Young's development. Hayden Hurst is blaming Bryce Young's disappointing rookie season on there being too many voices in the quarterback's ear. And I agree with that. There's a lot of hate on Bryce Young, and as a rookie, it's very hard to see overall continued success and gradual success, especially as a rookie. And when you have voices in your ear basically telling you're not good enough, what do you expect? You obviously wouldn't expect to have good success. So we'll see what happens there if Bryce Young is able to play efficiently next season or in the developing seasons and how his development will change, especially now that the Panthers getting a new coach. And who will that coach be? Will he be perfect for Bryce Young or another situation that's not a, a good quarterback for Bryce Young, his development as a whole? Switching gears to Major League Baseball, the Cubs agreed to a four-year, $53 million deal with Imanaga. There was announced yesterday that the Cubs had signed Imanaga, but there was no specifics on what the deal entailed. It seems to be a four-year, $53 million deal. With Stroman likely gone, I think we're going to probably head to the Yankees. It's important for the Cubs to add guys like this to keep in their rotation and have success down the line. So that's going to be the biggest thing for him moving forward and the types of success that the Cubs are going to be able to have, at least manning the rotation there and having some maybe risk with international prospect, but it could be a risk worth taking. The White Sox are seeking multiple high-end prospects in Dylan C's trade talks. 
They are setting the price high in trade talks involving Dylan Cease. They're seeking multiple high-end prospects and trade discussions. This could be a perfect situation, especially for a team like the Atlanta Braves, who have a lot of potential, um, uh, has a lot of potential as far as, you know, just their overall grand scheme of things. Dylan Cease didn't have the best of seasons last year, but being able to get some prospects for Dylan Cease might be worth it. The Braves have a lot to offer. They've made a lot of moves in free agency, and they could really put together a nice collection for Dylan Cease, which could be important for the White Sox as a whole as far as returning what they had and what they want to get at the position they want to get at down the line. Mets' Luis Severino thinks that he was tipping pitches during rough 2023 season. I don't know the specifics on what he thought that he was tipping per se, but it is interesting to note. Obviously, he had a very bad season. Um, it was one of those things that you see as time goes on. Like, I don't know, maybe he just can't figure it out. He's having a bad year. But if he was tipping pitches, that's something that he wants to address. Maybe he went back, saw the film, or guys that they pay a lot of money for to watch the film were like, hey, dude, you're tipping pitches. So, We'll see if he's able to have a bounce back season. If he even was tipping pitches, if he wasn't, maybe he wasn't tipping pitches and he'll be fine down the line. So just a lot of things to talk about there. and A lot of things that are interesting to say the least. Thank you guys for listening to another episode here on The Truth. I did make this episode a little bit shorter. I didn't do as much of an elaborate breakdown on the certain news categories. I'm really trying to work on that. I feel like I talk way too much and trying to limit that. And so that's why I was kind of brief on them. These Waking Up With The Truths are meant to be quick 10, 12-minute shows. They're not meant to be 20 minutes long. Just if you're going up to school or going up to the store and you want to know kind of briefly what's going on in you know all professional sports, really. So that's the whole point of that. I'm going to see if this works and if this week you know I'm able to kind of condense them a little bit, uh, what successes we have. The issue is if I take a topic and run with it, I'll be sitting here talking forever. So that's why I'm trying to limit that. But anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening to another episode here on The Truth. If you guys did enjoy it, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at the truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding the truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information you don't want to miss. Make sure you guys also follow the truth on Instagram and TikTok at the.tt.truth. As we do an Instagram live every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, then post the highlights and clips from those Instagram lives on our Instagram and TikTok pages. Are you looking to find a drink that offers peak hydration, raises your energy levels, speeds up your recovery, and keeps your mind sharp through focus and memory? Look no further than with Acid Rainwater. I'm excited to partner with Bloodline Sports and Acid Rainwater, which focuses on peak hydration and productivity, while also maintaining an ecosystem-friendly product. Use code HESSEN15 for 15% off every purchase. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, signing off. Take care, and good night.